Hey guys and welcome to the Transformation Mindset Podcast. I am your mindset coach Lucy and this podcast is to advise you on my best mindset motivational tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. Hey guys and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Lucy and today I've got the lovely Jazz back for another episode. Um, I love having a good chat with Jazz Um, and today we're kind of diving into a slightly different area of expertise when it comes to jazz Um, usually I kind of fixate on sort of competing side of things and because that is what she's renowned for Um, but first off jazz how are you getting on I'm good mate I'm very very good I'm sat here well my candle's just gone out which I don't know why that's annoying Uh, but I'm sitting here with my monster so today is a good day like some days at the moment especially with lockdown it's kind of like it's just a nice like it's a steady productive day if that makes sense um and that can be productive as in if I need to just rest and do nothing or if I want to do everything and anything so yeah yeah Yeah, I love it that's my kind of vibe on a Sunday Saturdays are my I still train do my yoga get all the housework done Sundays are productive in the sense of studying and just kind of what happens happens I don't have to rush I don't have to do anything if I want to be in bed till nine I can (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so no I'm loving that vibe um but yeah as I was saying before the reason I've got Jazz on today is because for me personally Jazz's personal page now she's known for Compaq and she's also known for a podcast not just a bikini girl um but for me personally I um I love her personal page and who she is as a person not just for her business side of things but what she sort of brings to social media that not a lot of people do and that is her authenticity and her uniqueness you're right into you really embrace your artistic side and you really embrace the fact that you are unique and you can see it and it shows in your social media and that's something you put up a post um a couple of weeks ago and it really sort of resonated with me because it's what I'm kind of chatting about when it comes to social media right now and it's the fact that you know it's okay to be a bit of an outsider and it's okay to do things at your own pace um do you want to just have a quick chat about that? Like maybe what kind of geared you to sort of post these things? And like, yeah, just give me a little chat about who that is, is jazz, not just compact and not just not just a bikini girl. Like who is jazz? I'm literally trying to read this post. I'm like, what post? Which post was this? I'm just trying to like refresh myself. It was the one where, so it was just before. I've actually still got it up. That's how sad it is. Black and white, isn't it? That one. Black yeah. and white. Yeah. Oh, great. I think it's it. Right, let's read, I'll read it out so it gives a bit of context and then it refreshes yeah. my mind. Right, so I put here, it's okay to feel like an outsider. I spoke a few weeks back to show someone else in the industry about how it can feel super clicky and like everyone is in groups. Whether you're a first timer or been competing for a while, that can feel super daunting and overwhelming. Just like, this is literally giving me a flashback. You know when you're at school and you have to read something out loud and you overthink it? This is what I'm doing right now. Just want to put it out there. Um, like you haven't won, don't know someone, 
not compete with X or Y Federation, don't have tons of followers, then you can't sit with us sort of vibe. All I would say is that these vibes can be found, found what accent was that? Both inside and outside the industry. And the advice I would give to someone would be exactly the same. Fuck them. With that emoji with you, know, the purple like top girl with the hand teacup, yeah. that one. Uh, you want people that value you without what I call the hype. Because they are out there, I can vouch for that. If it means that you avoid having these fake and lick ass people around you, embrace being alone in your own lane for a while or create your own open community. This is something I've continually strived to do with both Compact and not just Bikini Girl because I've been there. I know exactly how it feels and I still face this stuff even now years on. Staying true to you actually takes guts in this mad world we live in. And if you bring coffee, there'll always be space at my table and that's still very, very true. I've got my coffee here now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm completely, I'm, no, I'm a fraud because I'm having my coffee today, I've got one stuff, but there you go. Um, oh, how long ago was that I wrote that? 26th of February, I'm trying to kind of think back to what, headspace I was in um I think over the years with like when I first came into this industry I really felt like like no one was really giving me a time of day like I could feel the whole clickiness yeah. even though there was it was at that point I think it was quite hard to find like the genuine people because I knew they were out there because I met some really lovely people my first ever show um but I think with the growth of social media and all that sort of stuff and being new into the industry I'm like I was kind of sitting there going like where where do I fit in this and I think yeah. you do that with everything when you're in your family circle you're like where do I fit am I the adventurous one am I the quiet one am I the confident one like we all kind of want to find where we fit like even in the workplace or like in the industry and I think at the, when I first entered, I really liked, you know, I was getting into fitness, but I also had like this other side, but I felt like I had to suppress it for some reason. Felt like I had to suppress this other side. I made to fit in. Um, and even when I've been going over the years and over the years, like there's still been times where I, and people found this really strange for me to say this, but, like I still feel like an outsider. Um, and yeah, I think I just, I still feel that now to some degree with some of the stuff I see. I'm like, oh, I think it's the more, I don't know if it's like maturity or me just getting old, either one. Um, but by taking, by being in the industry, but not competing on the stage has really helped me um, to kind of find my groove and find that ground. And that's why I really try to say to people, it's like, you've got to, find your own formula because I think the people that last the longest in this industry figure that out they figure out what their formula is and they run with it instead of feeling like they have to fit in whether they have to post certain content or that they have to compete with a certain federation or like you, know, you have to be all all I hate the whole all or nothing I know bodybuilding like that's you know you have to stick to a plan xyz but I think sometimes there's like that line if you know yeah. what I mean yeah. um and I know when I first came into the industry um I did feel like an outsider for the, for those reasons um and I felt like I had to suppress who I was to some degree whereas now I just don't give a shit yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like whatever yeah. um does that make sense I think I'm yeah. rambling. you know it resonates 
so much because especially over I think that's why I found it so difficult it's taken me the last year and it only been the last few months where I've really kind of stuck to exactly like you're saying I know where my path is and I know what I want to be doing but for so long I felt like I was kind of fit into this tiny little box of this is what I felt was expected of me to do because I was competing and you know I felt like as you were saying about how it can be quite cliquey I don't I'm kind of I don't really pay attention to these things like I just talk to everybody as if like I've known them for years I've always been a bit like that I just like to be friends with people um but I have noticed that for me I felt like I needed to find and make my own decisions and to do that I kind of had to take a few couple of months where I kind of took a step back from social and I stopped listening to the noise and I was like right well but what actually do I want to do and I took I actually took a whole week where I didn't have my phone on me at all just so that I could think um about where my path was and what I wanted to do but as you said I think that comes with maturity um I think as well like what tends to happen and I think like this will happen to me and I think it happens to a few people yeah you find this industry right or it finds you either way yeah then you go so in because it's like it gives you so much direction yeah and you're like this is the best thing ever and you just go literally head button yeah and you just go as like you literally go all in on it which is amazing then you meet other people and then you know it's the hype of the show day and the photos and the buzz and all this sort of thing um and then you kind of feel like you're trying like you're trying to keep up chasing that feeling yeah yeah keep like keep up with the feeling keep up with that pace um and then potentially you know when it gets to off season or post show you kind of have a bit more time to go whoa okay now I feel like my head's all over the place and now I don't really know what I'm doing and where I'm going and blah 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 and some people will either stop competing or go on or they'll take a step back and then kind of find themselves again or they'll just completely ignore these feelings they're having and just keep running with whatever's happening around them so whether it's all those all the people I competed with are I don't know competing with now this federation so I'm going to do the same all of them you know, some people competing in October and they're going straight for April so I'm going to do the same but, but that actually like makes the process a bit harder when it's you actually same, get to that point yeah I think it's the same with any sort of I'm not going to call it an addiction because I think that's a bit extreme but it's that you're kind of suppressing what everything else that's going on you're chasing a feeling because you're not actually well, yeah, being authentic to yourself, you're not actually taking a minute and being like, well, actually, do I actually want to keep doing this? Or am I doing it because that person's doing it or because I feel it's expected of me because I've now done it. And as soon as I stop and as soon as I go into off season, people stop showing interest. Yeah, I, when I, I noticed a big, um, big change. Like when I went into the off season, the people that I like I was quite good mates with suddenly like disappeared off the face of the earth and yeah. I was like and it made me think oh like are you really talking to me because like I'm on prep like is that the yeah. thing yeah. um and yeah I think you I, I think for me what I try and do 
I'm not saying I'm perfect, but what I try and do is just show that like there is people out there that get it, that understand it. And it doesn't matter. Like I always remember, I won't say the lady's name, but I remember us going to a show um, and this lady was a little bit bigger than when I last saw her. Yeah. And I like run up to her, I was like, hey, like, how are you going? She's like, oh my God, you've come over to say hi to me. I was like, duh, of course I would. And she even said, she goes, so many people have blanked me today. That were literally like my best mates when I was show season because I look a bit bigger. And she burst into tears and I was like, this is what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is not right. Like, I know we're in an industry where, you know, it is to some degree about being lean and all this sort of shit, but like, there is another side. Like, I want to still be mates with my people that I've met through this industry, but way later on, do you know what I mean? Um, So yeah, everything I try and do and everything I say does come from something that I have experienced myself. Um, And I'm quite glad now that I've had those experiences because um, I think it gives me a different like perspective. Like. Yeah, when I first came into the street, even now, I did a podcast, I recorded a podcast yesterday, actually, because I reached out to loads of people from my own podcast, people that I saw that I would deem would be quite high profile in the industry, like globally. Yeah. And one of them said yes, and I was like, so stoked. The person didn't show up to the meeting. What? Yeah, didn't show up to the meeting. And I kind of sat there and I was like, God, even like three, four, five years down the line, I'm still getting, you know, people treat me like, oh, just completely forget. And then the guy messages me 40 minutes later saying, oh, hey, can we reschedule? I was like, no, we can't reschedule, mate. You've completely disrespected my time. Yeah. Um, So I I still get these things now where I, you have to kind of, not say to like prove yourself, but I always, I still, I'm still having to kind of, I'm still facing these rejections I'm still facing these things where, you know, some people might not give you the time of day because they have a weird perception or they're judging you on how many followers you've got or how lean you are or how many things you've like placed in all this shit. Like, and I don't want to be another person to contribute that because as I say, I've been there and I'm still facing it now. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I'm hoping it's in some way I'm trying to kind of, yeah, there's, there can be other, as I said, there's, there's stuff within the industry and outside the industry. Like I speak to my friends that are in horses, like who are really into horses. They say the yeah. same thing happens in their industry. So it's not a bodybuilding thing. This no, is just a past. It's a people thing. Yeah. It's a people thing. Yeah. Um, and, and you're at, like, I've definitely felt that like, I feel like I'm a huge outsider, but I don't see that necessarily as a bad thing. Um, I see it as, I wouldn't want to be in a clique I'm not I've never been that kind of person if you know what I mean I'd rather be an outsider that kind of floats between people and just drops in a message to say hi how are you getting on and all this stuff being an outsider there's actually a lot of advantages to it I think yeah Yeah. like people can't guess what you're doing where you're going what's going on um and being I think something else I put there like being comfortable being alone that is a powerful bloody tool to have in your back pocket for not just competing but for life and everything else that gets thrown at you um even for me I spent a lot of my teenagers like this the single one all my mates were partners so 
a lot of times I'd have my you know, my Saturday nights completely by myself because everyone else was out doing stuff and I was just like well I've just got I can either sit here and have a pity party or just get really comfortable like really enjoy my own company and I really do enjoy my own company there's a, power so. in that. There's a huge power in that and I think people underestimate like I've got a couple of friends at the moment who have just gone through breakups and whatnot and in my opinion like they're a few years younger than me and exactly like you're saying I'm like you need to embrace this time like the couple of years that I had single and exactly like you were saying all my friends they were either moving in with their partners or they you know they, they like because I was 24 so I wasn't in my early teens or anything but I think that's super important having that time to yourself I think there's such a power in that um because it does it stands you in great stead going forward and even with prep as well like yeah. how much time do you actually spend alone and how much time do you have to sit within your own mad thoughts like yeah. god you have some mad conversation with yourself like I can still okay. remember some like well yeah when you're doing those steps by yourself doing the cardio by yourself all that stuff you really get inside your head um which is I think is personally a good thing like I think it is scary sometimes to really go inside your mad head and go whoa <laughs> yeah but um yeah, like embrace the fact that if you are an outsider, there's no point trying to really push to be in like this group or like whatever. I used to do that at school. I'd like, I'd always kind of feel very, excuse me, like like an outsider. I'd try and get in with like this group of friends that really didn't care, weren't bothered about me. And if I yeah. didn't turn up for lunch, they weren't chasing me and see where I was. They did not care. Um, but at the end of the day, you just got to say, think, having time like like being with your own company is better than being with company that really haven't got your best intentions at heart and I think with this industry like you you learn um who does and who doesn't yeah you learn the people that you say hi to and then the people that when shit hits the fan they're the people that you call um and all that sort of stuff so yeah yeah just embrace it like both inside and outside of school I'd say yeah and kind of taking a step forward from that, we were all, you, the other post that you popped up was and kind of in the same sort of lines as what we're talking about. And that is not listening to other people if you want to be lean or not. Like, so you don't just have to follow the crowd. If people are competing, you don't have to compete. I think that com- me and Erin had a, like I said, a, an episode about this a couple of weeks ago and I think that's super important and I think it'd be interesting to hear your perspective of that because you see a lot of these competitors um who are potentially going in and out of what like in and out of prep seasons and all this stuff like do you have any advice or any opinion on that um sorry if you can hear someone hoover in the background by the way I can hear it but I don't know if you can um so where did that where did that post come from? I'm trying to think of the, I always, if I'm in a headspace, that's when the verbal vomit comes out. So I need to kind of go back to that place that I actually posted. Um, I think for me, like when I came up my last prep, I was nowhere in a good spot to go in again, right? Um, but everyone always asked you, even last year and the year before, like it's, it is, it is, the, it is the question that I get, especially from tanning um or much shows everyone's like oh God, we really want you to step on stage again I'm like yeah you might want that home but I've got a million more things going on <laughs> and I you just kind of know within yourself um like what you need to do is if you actually listen to 
yourself that is yep. the main thing um and like you know it can feel a bit weird because if you're for example the only person that's doing an off season everyone else is like doing the you know doing the prep stuff and then you see their backstage things and you're like oh I really want that but like that will come yeah um that will come and for me as well with like the whole athlete stuff I'm always a bit like I'm all, I always ask them like you know what are your plans but I never ask what are your plans like and I want to know what show you're doing I just I literally just want to kind of like have a rough idea yeah. but I always say to them do not go into a show because you feel like you need to because like you know you've got sponsored or sponsors or whatever else going on like it has to be for that person and even when I'm doing like I've literally before this chat went on my whatsapp group and just said hey I really want to do some fun stuff this year everyone um you know I'm hoping because as the team's getting bigger it's not really possible to have everyone on the same photo shoot day so I'm saying that I'm thinking of doing like two to three photo shoots across the year um and I said to them like just because these photo shoots are happening doesn't matter whether you're lean mid lean off season I said I don't care like it's not about that and I don't want you to feel pressured to diet or to do whatever else because yeah. of this photo shoot that I'm doing um and I think it's such a personal thing as well like what you do with your body is a very personal thing and don't feel like you have to justify what you're doing um whether that's going over like your normal set point or whether that's doing a show or whatever it is um I think it's it's hard when everyone else is doing stuff around you and you're going, whoa, like, should I be doing this? Should, am I being like left behind or whatever? But you've always got to do what's right for you, regardless. Like if I tried to prep like 2019, so after I had the whole like, going all in stuff, I would have been a wreck, both mentally and physically. It, it would have been such a bad call. And last year, when I, you know, did the work I did with Cal, got myself into a really good spot. Cal goes like, oh, we could, you know, we could do a show. And I can't, I could have done it. I was probably seven to 10 pounds away from being stage lead. So I was, I was you know, really close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really close. Because um, my upper body was there. It was literally like my lower that would I would have had to bring in. But I literally just was like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. Nah. Like, and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, I was like, I was like nah, I know, and I'm, I'm sticking to my guns, and that's it. Um, this is I, think so. I find that that is so powerful in itself because anybody who's ever competed knows the drive and knows how good it can feel when you do do that. And uh, like, in my opinion, I loved show day. Everybody loves show day. But the powerful message is, if you're not actually mentally in it, and like, if you don't really want to compete, and that was the conversation I had to have with myself, I didn't want to. There's so many other things that were more important that I could be investing my time in. Um, and just as you were saying, that's such a powerful message because just because you were, you, you what, maybe for five six seven weeks out or technically if you were going to do it from a nice casual pace yeah I, could have, I think I could have done it in like four weeks if I really gone in if you really pushed it yeah four four weeks and technically that's not a lot of time but you're still no it's 
because it didn't it, it wasn't the right time for you and I think that's so important because a lot of people don't don't listen to that part of themselves they just do it um you know when you're done things you know when you're when you've done your show season you may be like two or three shows in like you know if you've got more in you if you haven't yeah but some people like they keep going when actually they're, they're done yeah and shows so much yeah um and usually when you ask people about their show their part like their previous show show season you ask them about those last few shows you do get some of them go mm, shouldn't have done that yeah it's great their mind weren't in it yeah um and like, i have actually spoken about it like everyone keeps saying oh you've been really secretive with like your show day stuff i'm like i'm really i'm really trying to figure out at the moment like what i'm gonna do i really don't know like i'm trying to sit here and go right let's look at this whole bloody year let's look at the shows where's best for me to tactically compete like it's not a case of tactically doing it for pacing it's tactically doing it for my business and for yeah like yeah. my life um yeah. and what yeah. really good what was really good about last year actually um was that it was the first time that i really got to think right if i was just dieting like where do i where 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 does my where do i like to sit with like general you know going for a photo shoot or like yeah. where yeah. Where's my where's my ideal and that ideal doesn't is like not a competing ideal like what what sort of show day package i want to bring no it's not anything to do with that it's jasmine what does jasmine want to look like yeah yeah not jasmine the competitor not jasmine the business person not jasmine anything out of it what does jasmine want to look like, like yeah most yeah. of the time and i got my answer i got i found that going yeah i've got a bit of cellulitis at the back yeah i've got this i've got that but like this is it. I was like, huh, that's fine. It's good for me to know that. And yeah. yes, it was a yeah. nice, like weight point as well. Um, but I was kind of like, yeah, I could hover here. I could hover here and be absolutely sound. And I could go to shows and, you know, feel comfortable. Because 2019, I, felt, I went to shows, tanning and seeing people, really not feeling good in my own skin, not liking how I felt, how I looked, and how to put this face going like, hey, hey, hey absolutely hated doing public things in 2019 i can tell you that now um but i still do it still did it I was yeah, like, oh, what are doing? but like now i go to i can go to shows and all this stuff and be like yeah like this is how this is how i can go to shows i don't have to be stage lean but i feel really good being around these people being like this within myself does that make sense yeah absolutely totally and i like you say that that is the at the at the end of the day that's the goal, right? The goal's not to be stage lean all the time because that's never going to happen. The goal and the reason we all found this industry is because we wanted to be in a physique that we were happy with year round. Not, yes, okay, like the stage part of it's fantastic, but that's not why we found this. We found it because we were at a place where we maybe weren't happy and we were kind of fill, fit some slots but we ultimately wanted a body that we were proud of and we were happy with. That's not stage lean. <laughs> For me as well, um, when I, so 2018, when I got like mega lean, um, even when I was like the leanest I was, I still had cellulite at the back of my legs. Like there was nothing on me, but I still had cellulite. And do you know what? That was like, 
I think there was always the question in my head going like, if I got really lean, like, would it go? Would it go? I was like, ah, still doesn't go even then. Well, I just got to live with this now. <laughs> but that was actually quite a cool and like a good thing. It's like the reality of no, Jasmine, this cellulite ain't going anywhere. And it's such, it was, but it's not as much anymore, but it's it was a real big thing a couple of years ago. Well, ever since I was a child, going up to like 25. <laughs> such a big insecurity thing. Yeah. Like, back my legs. Um, so yeah, now I just I've got it and don't care. I'm just like whatever. It is what it is. That's that's amazing. That is amazing. Well, before we kind of, I want to touch on to the next bit. Um, kind of getting away from this slightly, and it's going back into your sort of uniqueness and your th- authenticity. And that is chatting about your minimalist lifestyle. Like you've chatted about it on your podcast. Um, and you talk about it on your 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 posts on Instagram. And I was just wondering, what has this lifestyle change done for you? Like, what has it done for your headspace and who you are? Um, from like a practical point of view. So when you like, I don't you don't think sometimes you realise how much like your environment really has a big impact on your mental state and your mental state within yourself but the mental state that you are with other people as well so me and joe we're in a two-bed terrace for quite a few years and it's very cramped and we always felt stressed we always felt anxious like and we, I, we were always quite like snappy um and like just not the not our best selves both like within ourselves and our, our relationship as well and I just thought I need to just, my head was just feeling like absolutely swamped and like, I felt like I was drowning in that house and I thought, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. Like it just, it weren't doing anything for me. Um, so I just literally thought, right, I need to just clear through so much stuff. And a big moment for me was, I was listening to the podcast. I think it was talking about like memories. So a lot of times when we hold on to certain things, we're holding on to that memory, which is why we can't let go. That's a big thing for stuff. And um, when I was looking at like clothing, for example, for me, there was this, so my wedding, I had like a wedding party, which I still, I wish I never did it, still down, right? And mm-hmm. that dress I wore, I remember how like shit I felt in that dress. Um, and that dress, the cat, like it was still in my wardrobe. And I was listening to this podcast and I pulled out this dress and I just thought, no, that's enough now that this has got to go. And I remember literally sitting there with this dress, like a burst into tears. Um, and I was like, God, this is what it is. It's that memory. It's letting go of that memory and stopping it, stop letting stuff like hold me down like that. So then I thought, right, now I'm on this rampage. Um, I'm just going to go for everything. And then it was like every month I was getting into the habit of going, right, let's go through stuff. What is serving me? What isn't? What am I holding on to? Both item-wise and memory-wise. Um, and just from there, it kind of just like crescended a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. Um, and then we got to the point that we're, we're in the house we're in now. Much bigger. Um, re- like really, really grateful for the place that we have now. Just because we've actually got space to breathe. Like I've got my own office. Yeah. Joe's got his own office. Like we go into our bedroom and it's not overflowing with stuff and like it made such a big impact with our happiness and stress and anxiety because like 
we were going into like you would go into a room and it just looked I'm not like you can see my room right now like it isn't perfect but like everything has its place and it's not like overflowing yeah Um, Yeah. and I think it's something that a lot of us don't realize how much of an impact it makes until you actually go through stuff and I think it is hard sometimes going through old things like old memories and that even I was going through um you know you the stuff that your parents give you and you yeah. feel guilty mm. for letting go of that thing because they gave you it I'm just like no I can't keep doing it <laughs> um so yeah so I feel like I'm rambling one the good but for me I think it's helped me when I've got so many things going on in my life and then in the world etc etc I think it's nice to simplify some things instead of overthinking mm-hmm. or overcompensating like it's just keeping something which is like just simplifying things as much as you can um because a lot of times you don't actually need that much stuff to do what you need to do yeah um mm-hmm. and I found that even with my business I'm trying to really refine processes I'm like I don't need to be doing this and that and over faffing I'm just like no because <laughs> it, it causes a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress yeah that's what I found anyway yeah. um so yeah that answers the question yeah absolutely I mean by the sounds of things it's just helped you well clear your mind and bring a bit more well as you said simplicity and ease to your life by the sounds of things think about how much stuff you have going on in your life yeah when you've got that much stuff you don't want to be going overdrive all the time you can't do it because you your brain will just go that's it <laughs> that's it I'm done let's go to be honest like I've, I've always kind of lived uh I wouldn't say it's been an like a, a minimalist life but I've got very bare minimal stuff I've not done it for the minimalist life I've just kind of done it automatically um but it's funny that you're saying that because I hold on to a few things that I maybe shouldn't be holding on to so after listening to that I think I might step away and just you know clear some of that stuff because as you say it's the memories it's got nothing to do with the objects themselves it's what you're holding on to and working out whether or not they're worth holding on to or not yeah and also also as well like in a a culture where you know it's buying things all the time um and I see this sometimes with the compact dms like people you can see feel the headspace they're in and they're like oh I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get that and do I need this I'm like whoa 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 (laughs) chill you need to buy things like don't rush into buying stuff like be intentional and just try and think "Mm, do I need this do I actually need this do I need everything in that car can I do this or do that um and with shoes is a big one people are like oh I bought this shoe but I've seen everyone else buy this one I'm like yeah but do you actually need that shoe and yeah. business person probably shouldn't do that but I don't give a shit because this is me and this is my business and I will tell people no you don't need to spend <laughs> money on that you don't need to waste money on that you need this instead or you just don't need to buy anything and you need to stop overthinking and just what you've got is fine yeah, yeah. like because I don't want to be contributing to that problem when I know like what you know what I listen yeah, to and like, what I believe in so yeah just yeah. gotta stop that stop overthinking sometimes yeah and that's 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 incredible that you do that as well though because like you say running through your business your podcast 
you're going off of what you know you've been through yourself and the experiences that you've had and that's super important because it just means that even within your business like I mean technically like you said you could be sitting there being like yeah just send me your money <laughs> but yeah not kind of that though it's like environment sounds silly but I think all like strands like environmentally right you're now having to spend like you know, there's gonna be someone there's gonna be an offset of that I don't go like I hate when people someone buy something one day and then buys from me the next day and I'm like, oh I've only pulled that together like it was gonna go in the same thing like that's the way I kind of think. um and then from like a money point of view as well yes I'm not I'm not that you you're, you would have listened to the podcast about like money mindset but I have like I just, yeah so it's like you know money yes it comes and goes but you can make better choices and sometimes these impulse buying actually isn't good when you're in that prep mindset sometimes I'm like oh I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get that then you end up like not using it throwing it away and then wasting money so it's like just chill take a step back and competing is expensive I know that I've been there so it's like what can I do from my from my point of view with the podcast and with compact to kind of educate people because the more people know this is what I say to everyone all all the team that I have it's like the more information we get give them the power they have the less mistakes they make hopefully less money they'll waste and the quicker they get to their goals like that's literally what I'm trying to do yes there's certain things you can't like you can't cut corners and everything but if I give more information then they've got the knowledge they spend less money hopefully well they spend smarter yeah and then they reach their goals quicker like doesn't everyone want that yeah pretty much that's it 100 percent. and when it comes down to spend the money kind of like what you're saying is that it's instead of impulse buying investing investing in the right things rather than rather than impulsing on everything um uh, yeah, hundred percent. I love that, and I, I lo- really love that episode. Actually, I thought so much value in that episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a really good episode. Yeah, I love it. It's What's definitely that? something I had to work with from my own personal side with like the business. Um, I've had to really challenge myself and go like, well, why am I say- like, why am I saying these certain things to myself? Yeah. With the business, or I can't can't take that money out, or or I can never reach. I'm only work, I can only take that salary because I'm not worth this or I can never reach that amount. Um, yeah. And for me, like a lot of money stuff is like a negative thing, like childhood things. Yeah. So I've really had to try and reframe it and go, no, like earning more money isn't a bad thing because it's what you do with it. So for me, <laughs> when, when more money comes in, guys, I can tell you now, it doesn't go straight to me. It goes into reinvesting with the stock. It goes into can I give that person an extra few hours to improve the service that I'm doing? So it's like, it's just the way, that's the way that I've been able to grow the business and not feel guilt for my own internal money beliefs that have been holding me back. It's like, no, if I make, if I do more work, if the sales go up, it means that I can just make the business better. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Whereas growing up, more money, I was told was more money, more stress you can't have that like it's always a negative thing whereas I've really tried to try had to try and rephrase that um yeah. myself so yeah I remember growing up the one phrase that I'll never forget is every penny's a prisoner that was oh, wow. 
that was my that was honestly every that was drilled into me from a kid every penny's a prisoner powerful statements right yeah that honestly and it as as I got older it got moved to every penny's a prisoner to every pound's a prisoner from every pound's a prisoner every tenor's every tenor's a prisoner and that's because obviously as I grew up the value of money went up that's like inflation yeah so like and that that was from my grandparents every penny's a prisoner I'll never forget it and that's what I I have because so when I listened to that podcast see when you were talking about it I was like I totally I'm with her all the way I was actually waiting for you to say the phrase <laughs> I was like she's gonna say it she's gonna say it um, it's mad how many people um I don't I wasn't expecting like there's you know there's occasionally a few episodes where I go okay, this one probably will go down quite well, but I did not expect that money one, the response I got, people telling me, God, my mum used to say this, and blah, 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 it's making me rethink the way that I do things. And it's like, whoa, okay, like, this is mad. Money's not spoken about. People are too afraid to talk about it um, because of their limiting beliefs that they shouldn't be talking about it. (laughs) My next steps for me now um, is like business-wise, when things grow, it's not being scared of that growth. It's not having any limiting beliefs around that money. Um, and it's like, how can I grow things? And it's like, it's helping me, it's helping others, and it's helping the business, the service, the industry, and everyone in in, in that in a, in a encompassing <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, so if I think about just me, then I'll shut down. I'll be like, oh no, I'm fine here. I'm fine here. I don't, I don't, I'm okay, blah, blah, blah. And what some people probably don't realise, especially a lot of people in this industry right now, if their businesses are in this industry, everyone's really struggling. I'll be really honest with you. Yeah. They are really at that point where they need shows to happen. And I do, like all of the all makeup artists, everyone, right? But everyone's putting, like they, they're taking this as an opportunity and going, right, what can I do to make my business flawless to make the service the best it can be so when shows do happen we're in everything is going back to normal um so yeah it's been a weird year (laughs) it's actually quite a good year for me because i think if with this year and how things are going i think i'll i think i'm really in a good spot like compact can handle the demand provide the service and do what it wants to and what it needs to and what i want it to do I think if this would have happened last year with the headspace that I was in, with the skill set that I had and all this stuff, I would have I would have found a way, but I don't think I would have been as good as I am gonna be this year. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Firm believer in it. Well, that was absolutely fantastic. Have you got any just to finish off, have you got any advice to anyone who maybe is in the position of they're not entirely sure in you know paths they want to take about being just embracing who they are have you got any sort of tips that you would give to anybody i think oh there's a really good like thing in my head i've just got my dyslexic brain and i've got to try and actually say that out loud do you get that sometimes like i know what's in here i feel like i just need to place your arms and people will get it um like with comp- stuff like with confidence and like being with just like being true to yourself and letting go and all this stuff people can give you advice 
of what how to do it but you've just got to do it yeah. there's, there's only so many ways that you can like kind of tap at this thing that's holding you back and you, like there's a, if you keep doing these little taps you're not actually going to get anywhere you've just got to get the sharpest knife going and just slide yeah, right through it because yeah. sometimes we think these things like that we're going to do are like life or death and it's going to be the worst thing ever um and then when you do it nothing actually happens I find that quite a lot like for me when I switched coaches to Joe I had this massive thing in my head going oh, what if this is going to happen and I was thinking the world was going to like flip on its head and the sky was going to be green that's how like much I was overthinking that process and then once I did it I was like oh nothing's actually changed like it's only just got better and I think sometimes you've just literally don't like, just be unapologetic for you and also if people are coming at you I found with anything right wedding stuff competing stuff business stuff whatever it is you look someone right in the bloody eye and you go no I'm doing this no I'm doing this or yeah that's what I'm doing or whatever it is you look them right in the eye and be like no this is this is what I'm doing a lot of times people will go well okay they'll actually take a step back I've learned that a lot if I look someone right in the eye if they give me shit I'm like yeah I'm spending 400 pound a bikini or yeah I'm gonna take that bit take that out or spend on that flooring or whatever it is like everyone's priority like what they people can't tell you I can give you advice but they can't tell you what to do because in the day like they're not you they haven't got the same priorities as you they haven't got the same values as values as you um yeah someone might think oh what you're spending in competing is really a lot I'm like but then just come back at them and be like well, yeah, didn't you just spend five grand on a holiday last week, hun? Like, it's kind of challenging people because they say stuff. I don't think people realise what they're actually saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like, don't be afraid to challenge people. And I'm not saying be a dick, but yeah. I'm just saying politely standing your ground. Yeah. It's confidence in your decision making. It's just having that confidence in what you're doing. Yeah, like yeah. trust yourself to make the right call for you. Yeah, trust yourself to make the right call for you. Like a hundred percent. There is no other way to do it. Um, and by you doing it just that one time, it then builds up more because you get more confidence and you get into the habit of doing it more and more and more. I'm not saying it's easy, but it does get easier if that makes sense. Yeah, love it absolutely love it well this was an absolutely fantastic episode as always and I just want to thank you again for coming back onto the podcast I did yeah and where can people find you obviously we've already said but if you just pop on to see where people can find you so you've got a choice of three guys that's how good I am to you um so I've got um I lie I've got four technically um so I've got compact women compact men not just the king girl um, and my personal as well, Jasmine, Julia, Jeffrey. So yeah, thank you both for having me on. I feel like I always ramble with you, but it's good. I love it. I love it. I just like to let it flow and just let you have a good gabber. <laughs> well, thanks, lovely. And thanks everyone for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.